Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Hello there, Sam. It's the Friday morning episode. We were in Manchester last week at a mysterious mm. studio. Yeah. And uh, it was raining in the background on the recordings, if you've heard them. Yeah, it's to give it the Manchester ambience. Yeah. I think that's the way that the studios work up there. That's it's what it is. to give it that rain. sort of, you know, it's to remind you of all the people who've gone before you, Joy Division, Morrissey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Mickey Campbell. Yeah. All the all yeah. the greats. Yeah, so apologies if that bothered you too much, but at the end of the day, yeah, you know, fuck, fuck it. it. Yeah. What? If you if you're interested in a fucking in sound quality, mm. that's what you're after in a podcast. This is a this is a podcast. It's not, you know, it's not Steve right in the afternoon on Radio 2. Which is renowned for its high quality of yeah, sound. But mm. it will be one day. That's where we're aiming for, isn't it? Let's yeah. not be shy about it. That's the, that's the job we want. Yep. Radio 2 in the afternoon. BBC Radio 2. Afternoon, cunters. <laughs> Here's to pow. <laughs> it was a dream she was... How's it going? See, now I remember an interview with Martin Clunes a long time ago, and he said in that, this is when he was doing men behind badly and he was being a bit edgy, and he said, one day the word fuck will be derogueur on children's BBC mm. and children's television in general. He's probably right, so there's no reason why we can't say Afternoon, cunters, on BBC Radio 2. Well, they need to move the with the times. They need to get with it. Yeah, they need to move or, with the um, times and quickly. You know, we're what, not getting any younger. what's rising faster, Radio Two or Top Flight Time Machine? I think you know the answer to that question. Yeah. So why don't you stop looking at your own fucking navels, right? <laughs> Take your head out of your ass, Sir John BBC, <laughs> Sir John Radio Two, right? And start looking around at what the kids actually want, which yeah. is uh, two middle-aged men saying "cunt" a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're all driving around. Yeah, yeah that's that's our future. It's our destiny. Anyway, uh, I don't know how we got to that, but here we are. It's Friday morning. After a week, uh, one of the most oh! astonishing weeks. In now, first of all, you know, I know that we don't like talking about football. <laughs> it's not often we move to talk I about know. football. It's like, it is weird, but this is an exceptional week. Like, I feel embarrassed almost to sort of talk about football like we're idiots. <laughs> But I've got to say, I can't really remember a week of football like this in my life. It's been incredible. It's been incredible. But can I um, lob in a slightly sour note? Yeah, go on. <laughs> the Champions League final is going to be a fixture that I would normally half watch on a Sunday afternoon. Yes, that's true. I wouldn't really... I mean, I was talking to my son about this morning because he... I entered us into the draw, the lottery draw oh, for nice a final one. ticket. Yeah. Um, 
I did that once before, which I think I've talked you about. Got lucky, I, didn't I got you? lucky yeah. for in, that was also in Madrid at the Bernabeu, and I, I saw Inter Milan play Bayern Munich, and that was amazing. And it, you know, it was like forty euros or something mm. like that. And I went for a bunch of people who were paying like four hundred, five hundred yeah. euros, you know, to touts outside. So it's great. So I told my son about this, and he's got this uh, strange affection for Atletico Madrid that he's picked up from playing on FIFA. Right. Yeah. And he really wants to go to the stadium. Yeah. And uh, I said to him, basically, right. I don't think that I registered us properly oh, for the shit. for the lottery because I don't. He can't hear you. Know. I, you I know, but I'm lost. so scared of him finding out. Right, I'm terrified of him right now because I feel like a right fucking arsehole. Listen to this in about because fifteen years he, time. He is absolutely hell bent on it. But when I went back through my emails today to find my registration email, it didn't recognise it. Right, uh, so I'm like, maybe I fucked up. But then I thought. I don't want... I was at the time, it was like the quarterfinals. I'm thinking, yeah, lovely, Barcelona Ajax yeah. or something like that. Who knows, right? Mm. B- bloody brilliant. If one English team are there, it makes me less want to be there for various reasons. If it's two fucking English teams, you're going to be... I mean, the journey there... I'm trying to explain to my son, who's only seven, right? He doesn't get it, and I don't want to scare him. But I want to go, I feel like going, mate, trust me. Liverpool fucking... To- I, well, what I said to him was, I said, would you watch Liverpool Tottenham? Would you go to the stadium to watch Liverpool Tottenham if we had tickets? Yeah. And, and, you know, we could go and see it at Anfield or, or whatever Tottenham are calling the stadium. He went, nah, probably not. And I went, yeah, he goes, yeah, but it's the Champions League final. And I'm like, fuck me, can you imagine what the trains and planes are going to be like with all those Spurs fans and all those Scousers? It's going to be, I mean, I just feel, it's just like, if there's one, I, I would rather be anywhere else in the world other than Madrid on June the 1st. And, and this is you as a Hammers fan as well. So not only is it two English teams, one of them is fucking Spurs. Fucking Tottenham. Oh, I got a blinder behind the eyes. What was funny was at Schoolgate this morning, a lot of the, the dads and some of the teachers and that um, are Chelsea fans because the around my way there are a lot of Chelsea fans. And there's this weird bonding between Maya Hammer mm. and them Chelsea fans this morning. Well, Anti-Spurs. Yeah, just just everyone's Anyone so, anyone's sick. I mean, the Arsenal fans are obviously sick as well, but West Ham, yeah, I mean, fucking Arsenal fans, it's yeah. like, whatever. But it's, uh, we haven't really got a problem with Arsenal because they're silly. But <laughs> Chelsea, yeah, the Chelsea fans, it's so weird because we were sort of united in our, bitterness and just disgust for what had happened last night. And yeah, it is mainly tribal and to do with a uh, dislike for Tottenham. But it's also because, I, you know, as I've said all the way through, I fucking love Diax. They were a lovely yeah. team. They're never going to play together again because it's yeah. going to get broken up. And they were on a real fairy tale journey, and it almost felt like destiny that they should get they to the just final. Ran out, they ran out of energy. Too, just, too many babies. They yeah, ran out of exactly. Baby I don't know what happened, but I felt awful for their fans. They've got incredible fans. Yeah. The fucking atmosphere in the stadium was amazing. Real old school, fucking thunderous atmosphere. It's the first time all Ajax fans singing all the way through until t- until the end. It's the first time I've wanted a third place playoff in the Champions League because I'd rather watch that. The final. Yeah, Barcelona Riots be a fucking sensational and, match. And even, you know, Liverpool versus Spurs, whatever happens in that final, it's not going to top what we've seen this week because this, this week has just been unbelievable. I think, right, and this is not an exaggeration, I've had time to dwell on it. Mm. I think that uh, Liverpool's fourth goal of the other night, Origi's goal from Alexander Arnold's corner, Yeah, I think that's the best goal I've ever seen. 
Why? Because the whole thing, because the whole package, because of <laughs> the, the whole thing, they'd come back from 3-0 down, they went 4-3 up on aggregate with that goal, <laughs> yeah. the whole atmosphere, what was at stake, and the fact that he was so quick thinking to put oh, that corner in. It was the funniest thing. It was, like, it, I was it just was, like, what the fuck? I kept replaying it, right? I kept replaying it when I got home. I've been watching it with some with some Liverpool fans, which was brilliant, by the way, because I don't I didn't have high hopes of the game. I thought I'll probably Scouse go. wind. There was a scouse wind. Also, but scouse wind. But they, I, I, he walked so far away from yeah. the ball that I was counting the steps. I think he took four steps yeah. away. It was like it was fucking absurd. Yeah, it was crazy. It was surreal. And then the way that Origi was just stood on his own yeah. and sort of, he was almost guilty. The way he side-footed it in, it was like, mm, sorry. Yeah. And it was like something that might happen down the park with your mates. Exactly. It was like something that exactly. happened five a side or when you watch your kids scream. It was fucking silly. Yeah. And in any context, it would be silly. But it's the goal that got them into the Champions League final yeah. and been 3-0 down against... <laughs> Fucking Barcelona yeah. of all teams. Exactly. This Lionel Messi's Barcelona. You're making me argument for me here. I know. This is no, why I, it's the I think you're right. The seen. more I think about it, I would say this. Certainly the greatest footballing moment. Right. Well, yeah. The one that you weren't. I mean, obviously you'll have Sunderland moments that are more, that are bigger, that resonated more for you. But what I'm saying is if it's not your team, it's probably the, the, the most amazing footballing moment ever. And really, I mean, I was, I went mad. Uh, with excitement when Liverpool scored that one because I wanted them to win. Both nights. When Spurs won, I can't say Not I was... Not so much for you I, Yeah, I can't say I was jumping out of a chair and punching the air or anything like that. <laughs> I tell you when I was, when I scored their fucking second, yeah. I was going... I mean, it might have been... As, as far as the neighbours were concerned, West Ham had just won the World Cup again. The fucking, mm. My reaction to the oh, second goal. But um, well, it was, on reflection, that hat-trick by Lucas Moura was one of the most incredible hat-tricks I've ever seen. And he's not... It's not like he's a Spurs legend. It's not like he's even one of the most favourite Spurs... He will be now forever. But what he did was Gerard-esque. It was... He did it. He was like a guy... He's from Brazil. But he's like a guy who... I think he's played for them for, what, a season and a half. He was like a guy who you'd be forgiven for thinking had grown up on the Seven Sisters Road (laughs) and every last part of his body, soul, heart and mind was Tottenham Hotspur. Because what he did was it was like he single-handedly took it upon himself. It's the nature of the three goals. All of them are almost like... And Steven Gerrard is the only player who I can compare it to whereby Gerrard, in various different games, but most memorably in the Champions League final, just almost like took it upon himself and thought fuck this I'm going to win this game but it was Lucas Moura yeah it's that phrase dragged them into the final he dragged them in all three goals were sensational goals I don't know how he was allowed to do that sort of 360 degree turn and then he touched the ball about five times and then he turned again at a really weird angle and shot it in yeah he he willed it into the goal and so I have to say although I'm gutted that Tottenham are in the final and the prospect of them winning it which I suppose they might is you know almost too too horrible for me to contemplate. I have to fucking say that is some hat trick that he turned yeah. in. And after their performance against City in the semi as well, I suppose you got to say fair enough. Well done Tottenham, but I fucking hope Liverpool stuff you in Madrid. <laughs> but the, these Liverpool fans were two two massive. Well, three. I'm watching the company of three very loyal cunters. Mm. Oh, that's good. Right, very. Well, you, you're like individually handpicking cunters now and inviting them around your well, house to watch football. One is you. original stray man. Oh, right. 
Uh, the other one is Stray Woman, his wife, who's actually not stray, but she just obviously inherited the straight. You can marry into straightness. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a, a, a there was a original stray, stray man's from Halifax, but his mate is Stray Joey, right. and he is an actual scouser. Ooh. And I told him right from the get go. I'd never met him before, and I said, "Listen, just so you know, while we're watching this game, I know it's a big night for you." And I apologise in advance because I will be speaking at certain moments through this game involuntarily yeah. in a cruel Scouse accent. Yeah. And he went, I know, I listened to the podcast. And he Does started, he like it? And he said, I love her, I want you to. <laughs> and so I said, good, all right, well, it was going to happen either way because I wouldn't be able to help it because I can't when I'm watching Liverpool. Especially on a night like that. On a night like this. Under the lights. History. Under the lights at Anfield. History being made. You can sense it in the air. You can smell it. You can smell Scouse destiny. It's one of those European nights at Anfield where the Scouse wind just takes everyone up. Blowing across Stanley Park. It's fucking Everton wind. Get out the fucking way. It's ah, you can contaminating our wind. But that night, the wind was pure. It was red. It was a red wind. wind and it smelt of the mazy, which smells of fish and gravy. <laughs> and Scouse. By the end, Scouse Joey was just speaking in Scouse tongues. Yeah, just... <laughs> it was like they'd gone mad, but who wouldn't in their yeah, position? Of course. Um, what, what, what do you think the best bit was? I mean, you've said that, but obviously, for me, really close to that, to the winning goal I uh, by Origi was definitely Klopp's post-match yeah. interview. <laughs> and in the Checking post-match interview, I think the best bit of everything he said wasn't the swear itself, but it's the moment where he yeah. checked his watch and said, I think the children's are in bed now. <laughs> So I can say it. And then I think, did he say these boys are m- m- mentality monsters? A fucking remember. mentality monster. Something like that. Which is a great. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I think the children's are in bed now. For me, that's quote of the year. I think the children's are in bed now. And I think we yeah. should introduce it more to this podcast. Yeah. In fact, I think we should start trying to remember to say it every time we swear. Are we going to go start podcasting for 10 past 10 in the evening? Yeah. No, I think the children's are in bed now. <laughs> Just say it anyway, whatever time of day it is. While you're talking about... Um, Stray man and stray woman and marrying into it and all that. Someone I know was telling me the other day that their child, I won't name them, but their child was conceived in a bush. And they want to know whether that is a stray baby. Oh, really good question. Good question, isn't it? Really Does good that question. child have stray in his DNA? I think so. And But I you'll so. only know, you, you're not stray by birth, you know. It, it, but what I would say is this. Does the fact that he was bought, conceived in a bush mm. make him more likely to be stray and yeah. be good at straying when he's older? Yeah. Yes, it does. But so. you're not stray until you've gone stray. Yeah. We won't he, know until he's older. If he was and born he, in a bush, um, he'd be part stray. Definitely, yeah. What he's got is... Was he's, Jesus a stray man? Definitely. He was, he's the original stray man. Yeah, because he was born, <laughs> born in a shed. He's part of the Holy Trinity <laughs> with Cat Weasel... And who was the other one? Who's oh yeah, Littlest Hobo. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's we Jesus. Upon something there. Cat Weasel and the Littlest Hobo. And actually, if any cunter wants to turn that into a huge uh, stained glass 
church type window yeah. for the church we'll, of the stray man we'll put it into a tft mhq when yeah. we eventually build it yeah with all of this uh, iron filings money that we're bringing in yeah yeah so straight that could be our john lennon bigger than jesus moment there <laughs> this could be when it all falls apart yeah, Joe O'Holloran, funnily enough, has tweeted us just this afternoon saying, just saw this in Shoreham by Sea. Is it the local Stray Man Lodge? He's just sent us a picture of a fucking beach hut, to be honest. No, it's not a Stray Man Lodge. It's, has it got a door? It, actually. And a roof? It's got a roof. That's not... That's well, if you're, in, if you're in this... Uh, if you're in that shed, then you're not stray because you've no. got a roof over your head. Unless you've broken into it. I've got, uh, I know a guy, actually you know him too, he used to write on my rested TV show, Sam Delaney's <laughs> News thing on yeah. RT. And uh, Adam, right, and yeah. he used to go, he'd have to go a bit like the SAS guy who had to, what was it, he had to go away into the woods. And reset his demons. Reset his demons. Yeah. So Adam goes into I've the... I've got an update later on for him. Adam goes into the, uh, goes uh, to reset his inner demons a couple of times a year. And he goes walking. Um, he goes on long walks on, oh, on yeah, his yeah. own, solo, yeah. right? Really long hikes, ones yeah. that take, you know, he'll just be for a week and hike across the most remote part of the highlands, right? Which I've always sort of quite fancied the idea of. He's got no phone, no contact. It's a proper demon resetting. Mm. And he said that there are um, allowances made in these real wilderness places, in places like the highlands, the very, very tip of Scotland, for stray men. There are little shelters built just of stones, and they're just and you ju- they're just man sized. They're low on the ground, and yeah. it's like you just there's just enough space for you to crawl into it yeah. and sleep for the night. I think they're called bothies. Oh, right, okay. I think so. And the ones I've seen are slightly bigger. They're like you've seen these almost one room. You've seen these sizes. mythical stray sheds. Well, I'm from the north, you know. We know all about what, this they sort got of them there. Well, they've got them in Scotland. That's close enough, isn't it? Okay, all right. No well, anyway, questions. I, I love the idea of them. Yeah. Also, Adam's dad invented Metal Mickey, so that's another link to the show because Metal <laughs> Mickey, I believe, is related to Results Bot in some great, sort of great, distant great, way. Great, great, great grandparent, yeah. I think. Yeah. Jalapeno. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Jalapeño. It's the end of the Premier League season. Almost forgotten about that mm. in the excitement of all the football over this week and this week, but this weekend is the final round of fixtures in the Premier League. It's also the beginning of the playoff season, which in itself oh, is incredibly exciting. Especially with Football Leeds Derby. Football has just got so fucking good. How exciting is Bielsa versus Lampard round oh, two? It's, it's the rematch. And you just know that Lampard's going to triumph, don't you? 
Do you, what about uh, Lampard? He's trying to go, it's all in the past. He got asked about it, didn't he? <laughs> yes. All forgotten about. Uh, He's apologising. That's good enough for me. Frank, John Pigface from the Derby Gazette. Uh, have you still got the ump about, you know, Bielsa <laughs> spying on you? No, it's all in the past. Let bygones be bygones. He knows what he did is wrong. He's apologised and he's taken his pun. He's swallowed his medicine like a gentleman. And that will be the end of it as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to be the bigger man, accept his apology and move on and nothing more will be said about it. And he shan't ever do it again because he's learned his lesson. I shall shake his hand on the touchline, look him in the eye and say, best of luck, Mr <laughs> Foreigner. <laughs> I'm sure he won't be here much longer anyway. I'm not sure his papers are in order. I've had them looked into. Bye bye, solicitor. I've made a couple of phone calls. I don't think we've seen much more of him after the summer. To my friends in the Home Office. <laughs> Fuck <No>. you. Eh, <laughs> eh, Frankie papers. boy. Ring, ring. Hello, Francis Lampard, manager of Derby County Football Club. How can I help? Eh, Frankie boy, you know who this is? <laughs> I've no idea, I'm sure. He's your old friend, Signor Bielsa. <laughs> How you do, Frank? You look forward to play off with me? I don't think it's appropriate you've called me. I thought I mean... you said you weren't going to ring me again. <laughs> I thought we had an agreement. Hey, come on, Frankie boy, chill out. We have fun. You come. You come to Ellen Road. We win, lose, or draw me and you. Maybe we go out to disco afterwards. No, thank you very much. I'll be going back to prepare for the next I'm leg. I'm having an early night to gather my thoughts. <laughs> hey, come on, we have lots of fun and lots of nice women up here in Leeds. We maybe meet a couple of nice girls, take them back to the hotel, have some fun times. It's important to relax in this game. Management is bad for your heart. Lots of dirty northern girls in Leeds. Come on. You like that? Take a look around. Hey, Frankie boy, you want me to get you some good Yorkshire uh, fanny powder for when you're up here? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm very busy. Is there a point to this phone call? <laughs> Frankie, that uh, nice jacket you wear today, is it new? What do you mean? Ah, uh, yeah, and you wear your white shirt, the one I like. What do you, where are you? I'm looking at you right now, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm in your fucking ceiling. Uh -huh. well, where are you? Where are you? This is spying, Show you know. Show yourself. I, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to scare me. Well, I'm not frightened that easily. Where are you? Ah, you know more about where I am. <laughs> it's hey. no problem. Don't get scared. I just have fun with you. <laughs> hey, that other thing about my papers, that's all dealt with. I got a new identity for next season. <laughs> I'm Carlos Gomez. <laughs> Fucking get ready for it. <laughs> anyway, bye, Frankie boy. See you in the first leg. Motherfucker. Mother what? Ah! Don't bring my mother into it. Ah! <laughs> hey, by the way. My mother's in heaven. I see Lord Sebastian last night. <laughs> what are you talking about? I see him. I come in when you see sleep. see everything. When you're asleep, I come in. I give him a little snack. You're not supposed to. What did you give him? I give him some chocolate, like what we give to our hamsters when back home. You're not supposed to feed a hamster chocolate. He'll get ill. It will inflame his kidney. <laughs> Uh, don't worry, he love it. I don't think you feed him properly. He look a bit skinny. <laughs> you stay away from lots of us. Did you hear me? <gasps> you don't talk. You don't lay a single finger on him. Hey, calm down, pussycat. Hey, he's in my pocket now. He's okay. He's wanna... happier with me. You want to hear him? Don't worry. Remain calm. I'm coming for you, Lord Sebastian. <laughs> 
He's fine. He's happy as a fucking sandman. He's in my jacket pocket. He's having a good time. I give him a saucer of vodka to lap at. He love it. <laughs> I gotta take him down the park for a little run around. He have a good time. I let him off the lead. I throw a stick for him and bring back his good fun. <laughs> He's not a dog, you fool. He's a hamster. Dog, hamster, what's the difference? We eat them all. You have to have fun with these animals before you eat them. Give them happy life. <laughs> oh fucking hell. so yeah Leeds Derby I, I, I think Lampard's going to prevail I think nah. what is seen to be good and right and justice will be done and you know it's going to upset both of us but that's, that's what that now happen. we talk about all this silly moral code and all the rest of it and yeah. all that contrived sort of there's right and wrong <laughs> when in fact there is no fucking right and wrong the very cunts who preach to us about right and wrong mm. in this country mm are the fuckers you don't give a shit about right and wrong. Yeah. And that's what makes it worse. They just care about preserving their position to tell us about what's right and wrong. I respect someone who does wrong mm. and then fesses up and goes, yeah, it's out of order, sorry. Yeah. I mean, best off in life, don't do wrong. But no, none of us are perfect. True. Even Jesus went stray and and had to shit out of a tree, apparently, <laughs> according to the Bible, which I haven't read in years, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's what went down. He went straight in the desert, didn't he? 30 days yeah. and 30 nights. Well, where else are you going to shit when you're straight in he the desert? He had to shit out of a tree and he had to eat half packet of Monster Munch that was all soggy that he'd found at a train have a, station. He didn't even have a bothy to kip in. Yeah. Like yeah. in Scotland. Unless he, unless he well, went he was, to Scotland, I don't, don't know. Don't forget, he was in the desert, which is one of the worst places to uh, go stray. Yeah. No shelter, no nothing. No shelter there. Put it at Digger Hall. Yeah. Sleep in a hole. He's like, oh, fucking hard oh, dig a hole here. It's going to get fucking sweltering overnight. I haven't even got every fucking invented spades yet. I'm going to have to use my hands. <laughs> Let's be dad. Wait till fucking Sir John Spade comes along in 1862. Let's be fucking dad on Miracle One Up, but I fucking doubt he's giving me, hey. give me fuck all help so far. Hey, dad, you up there? <laughs> give me an old, will you? <laughs> Miracle as a fucking spade, will you, you daft old cunt? I've been down here. For fucking however long it's been on this daft caper you sent me on, I haven't had any fucking help whatsoever <laughs> apart from when you helped me fucking heal them lepers. <laughs> Lot of fucking good that did me, by the way. <laughs> did nothing with fucking reputation. And half a bag of Monster Munch, are you taking the fucking piss? Not even allowed to have it off with Mary Magdalene, <laughs> who's fucking begging for it, by the way. <laughs> and you ain't even invented fanny powder yet. <laughs> <laughs> All in good time, my son. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. Patience up. is a virtue, oh. my child. You, you old fucking bastard. Hell. You fucking passed it anyway. I'll be in that big chair soon enough. <laughs> That's not how it works, Jesus. <laughs> I'll be the fucking judge of that. <laughs> Inherit the fucking family business, won't I? <laughs> uh, like in Godfather. Another thing you haven't fucking invented yet, but I see things, or, don't or, I? Or in Minder when Ray Daly came along <laughs> and Terry McCann fucked off. Yes, that's when it turned shit. No, it, it actually no, fucking didn't. They were all right, actually. Underrated. <laughs> it turned shit when Shane Ritchie did it. <laughs> anyway, shut up. I've been I'm, watching them on ITV4 in the mornings. They're all right. <laughs> I need some fucking shot eyes, so keep your fucking trap shut for five minutes if you can. <laughs> you were the one who called me. Yeah, whatever. Beard face. I <laughs> um, don't know how we got onto that but there you go that's our preview of the playoffs I think so mm. yeah as I was saying it's the uh, it's the the final weekend of the Premier League and we're going to do our predictions separately yep. individually in secret and then we're going to email them to our collective Top Flight Time Machine email address mm. at 
exactly the same time. Yeah. And then we're not going to look at them. So no doing that thing where you look at them and then you click on mark as unread. So it looks like no one's looked at them. Well, look, to be right? honest, Andy, to be honest, Andy, there's a simple way around this. We can exchange it right here, either while we're still on air or while... Do you have a pen? Yeah, or while we're... Um, when we come off air and we yeah. just both press send at the same time and right. you'll see it land in your inbox. And then, yeah. for all I care, you can read my predictions straight away because I'll have yours. All right, then, fair enough. It's very similar to the we'll, situation we'll that, that. We'll Bielsa see. and Lord Sebastian. Yeah. He's going... Do what you want. I got Lord Sebastian. You want to call police on me? Fine. <laughs> but you're getting him back in a fucking body bag, my set, my friend. <laughs> Little tiny velvet body bag. <laughs> Each day I send you one paw. <laughs> wow. That's only four days worth of paws. All right, then. Each day I send... What you, what you got? A little claw little, little toe. Yeah. <laughs> He got five on each one of his paws. That's 20 days you got. That'd drive you crazy. <laughs> Thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll do that. We'll uh, we'll do our predictions and then we'll read them out live on air. Mm. Um, I think they should be hidden from ourselves. Until, until the, we after read the, them out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, all right. We'll, we'll, fuck it, we'll work it out. It's not fucking... Well, hang on. Why don't we just send so we this don't... to an independent adjudicator, right? A third party. Yeah. We send our results to a third party. They confirm we've got them. Yeah, someone and, who's neutral. Yeah, someone who's neutral. And then we call them and get them to read them out on the show ne- uh, next week. Something like that. We'll work something out. It's, it's fucking complicated. It's doing me head in. Chris uh, Ryan. Chris Ryan. No, he's not. He's not unbiased because he's my best friend. He is, isn't and he? Yeah, to you, he's just there. a passing acquaintance. Yeah. We'll I think of someone else. I wonder if the stray baby's got an email address. It would be great to get a baby to do it because babies are naturally neutral. <laughs> you would get a toddler and read the results out. Babies don't have any, they haven't yet acquired any prejudices or resentments. Yeah. Or they'll take anyone as they find them on the whole. Yeah, generally. Um, Idiots. My couple of things I wanted to say before we go. Mm-hmm. Last night I watched the game with my nephew Fred, who's about 24, and... For some reason, I, was, I can't remember why, I think he was telling me how he was unable to touch his toes and I was going, people always talk about that. I can't fucking touch my toes either. But why is it necessary to touch your fucking toes? Why does people <laughs> talk all, about it? it? It's not like saying, I'm really worried about my health yeah. because I can't fucking breathe through my nose, yeah. right? Or I can't lift my hand to my mouth to mm. eat with, right? But touching your toes is never going to be fucking really necessary. It's like algebra. You do it at school and you never need it again. And people go, oh, you've got to touch your toes. Or some yoga teacher goes, oh, you you know, you have to touch your toes. You have to practice every day. Fuck that. i got a lot. i got enough fucking shit on my plate without every day. My schedule is pretty packed, right? Doing uh, all these podcasts. Well, recently, my missus has been fucking working at an office which means that I have to cram in all the shit I have to do. Yeah, daddy you, have that, you have that looming deadline, don't you? They're yeah. coming home from school. Fuck yeah. And then you're like, you forget because you think you're working to a deadline of like six or whatever. You start to do your editing from about 10 a.m. And you're like, oh, I'll never keep up with it. Now, if on top of that... I haven't I had a nap to, yet. I had to be worrying about fucking touching my toes and doing my stretches. <laughs> Fuck that. Anyway, the point of the story is this. I go to him. Uh, yeah, you're pretty tall though, mate. It's harder for tall people. How tall are you? And he looked at me <laughs> like I'd said, like I'd asked him a question about like, uh, I mean, the most complicated fucking balmy question. Like I said, what's the exact weight and density of your uh, kidney? Mm. Right. He went, what? I went, how tall are you? <laughs> he he went, I don't know. I've no idea. Hell. 
And how, went, old, how old is he? 24. I went, <laughs> I went, you've no idea. But it's the way he looked at me, like, I'd been, yeah. like it was the most stupid question he'd ever had. And I've got fucking millennials. And I could tell <laughs> that it wasn't just him. I was thinking, this is generational. He thinks it's a pointless bit of knowledge. He went, yeah. I don't fucking know how tall I am. I went, you must know. He goes, I've got no idea. And I said, why not? He goes, well, why would I need to? He goes, plus... When when would I have fucking had, when would I have what did he say when would I have fucking measured myself <laughs> he went when would a situation arise whereby I would bother to measure myself it's and I good went, to know isn't it and I went it's just one of those things you fucking know you know it's like I think we measured the cunt there and then it's as simple as saying fucking are you left handed or right handed yeah you know how fucking tall you are he goes I don't fucking know fuck's sake by the way he's Castellani's son. <laughs> Well, that kind of makes sense. He had a couple of good Castellane stories, but I'll, I'll save them in my back pocket. If I mean, I mean, if he was like sort of like thirteen or something, and height was an yeah. ongoing fluid situation, yeah, he'd have reason not to not know. All he didn't know is is he tall enough for the big rides at the theme park? Yeah, exactly. That and that's what he said. He said, "Listen, but he stopped growing." Now. He said, "Listen, he should know." He said, "I'm 24." He went. Well, the last time I was in the business of measuring myself, he goes, was when we were at home and my mum kept one of those running charts on, you know, on a door yeah. frame. Yeah. He went, that was painted over years ago. And I said, okay, so that got Stop painted over. And then. since then, you've paid no attention to your height. He goes, why would I? <laughs> and then he went, he went, if you care that much, ask my mum, she'll know. <laughs> I nearly did call her. Um, Having said that, do you know what your blood group is? I'm going to say O, but that feels like a bit of a guess. Well, I can't say the way I don't know. I'm going to say correct, am I? I, I, I must admit, is. I do sometimes call my mum for I this I don't know what mine is either. No idea like, I've been in hospital before in a right fucking tour. Well, what's my blood group, mum? I go, mum, I'm allergic to penicillin, mum. And she just goes, oh, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Have a little one. Yeah, have a little one. Yeah, that's basically. See if it takes. She told me once it was all right, and then I did have a funny turn. <laughs> Anyway, the other thing that I was told... Can, before we go, can I just, yeah. just add the old fact file of millennials, oh, yeah. which is, one, they don't know how tall they are, yeah. two, they shave their pubes. Yeah. That's all I we mean, know about what, so far. whatever next. <laughs> Fucking hell, I don't know. These things come in three, so we'll find out something else soon, I think. I was talking to my brother Dom this morning, and I was saying, God, that game last night, I know Liverpool came, so it's fucking incredible, isn't it? I said, it's like, I don't think I've seen games it's like, is that since the Istanbul Champions League final. And he went, oh, yeah, that was the night my, you know, his youngest daughter was born. Right. And I went, yeah. And he goes, yeah. So I, I could hear all the staff in the little office on the hospital ward going mad. And I kept like nipping in and out of the room. He went, my missus, she was in like, she was in labour and it was going on for ages and she didn't want an epidural. And uh, I was really fucking hotting up and I knew, uh, and then it had gone to penalties and I didn't know how I could excuse myself from the room because she was in immense pain and we were right in big of it. But I was desperate to see this penalty shootout. He went, and the doctor comes and goes, it's too late now for you to have an epidural. Yeah. Now, you are in immense pain, but you are not, and I hate to use this word, you are not yet anywhere near fully dilated. Mm. Now, you're a dad, you know what that means, Been through right? A lot, yeah. And so you're probably quite a few hours off. Yeah. What I can do, if, if you know, because to, to ease the pain, I can't give you an epidural, but I can give you these quite strong painkillers now but and some more gas and air which might even mean that you doze off for a while, but that's mm. fine, we've got hours. And she went, I don't know, I wanted to do it medicine-free, I don't know. But she was all like dopey from the gas and air as it is. Yeah. And she went, I don't know, what does my husband think? And he said the doctor looked at him, and my brother just, <laughs> before he'd even asked questions, went, give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> and he went, how much? And he went, all of it. <laughs> and he gave her all this stuff, and she fucking went out like a light. My brother went, went and watched the penalty, penalty shootout. <laughs> Brilliant. He knocked her out. 
got a doctor fucking to knock hell. his wife out so he could watch the fucking penalties. Yeah, I don't know if he's got the authorization to do that, but it happened. The doctor so said, "Yeah, I mean, doctor was like, whatever, mate." Doctor dissed that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Talking of dissing that, that was another great thing about Barcelona game, and lots of people point out on Twitter <laughs> is that the Barcelona manager Alberti, was yeah. ultimate senior dissing that. Yeah. He, he had that long, like, really nice overcoat, <laughs> the type with sort of like quite velvety lapels, yeah, and. It looked the way he wore it looked like it was sort of hung on his shoulders like Arthur Daly liked to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not actually with sleeves in. And literally, when Liverpool scored, I think I mean his demeanour was like, eh, this and that. We still uh, uh, we break up early for summer now. Come on, we go on holiday. We have some night. I got a nice place out out in the Balearics. We have some seafood, some nice wine, a little bit of sex. We got hey boys, come on now. Game over. Let's hit the disco. Yeah? <laughs> Liverpool in disco. I hear the fucking women up here. I got some Scouse Fanny Potter coming in at the docks, 3 a.m. Come on. You hey, love it. Hey, referee, game over. Wrap it up now, yeah? We finished. We got the disco now. Hey, referee, you won't come? You come too. You work hard tonight. <laughs> he was absolutely great, wasn't he? He was just like, ah, sometimes you win, yeah. sometimes you lose. It's just a game. That's life. Come on now. Someone's... I don't even know how fucking tall I am, you know? Someone has uh, uh, the Two Tribes podcast, still, which is the Scouse. Scouse podcast. <laughs> all, about, all about Scouse news. <laughs> and they sent out some Scouse news because they said, new idea for the, fu- for the feature, hole of the week. All right, yeah. And they've sent us a picture of a nice hole in West Derby, Liverpool. Right, so in we've the got other podcasts suggesting content for our podcast. Yeah, they're trying. Maybe it's a power <laughs> play. They said, hole of the week. I'm up for that. You hole of the it. week. If you've got a hole that you yeah. want to send us a picture of or just tell us about, we will be doing hole of the week. And I also thought roof of the week while we're at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But maybe we should save this for our Someone mailbag episode. Someone sent a picture of a fella who there was a big hole in the middle of the road and he sat in it for a photograph of the local newspaper. Oh, that's good. And I can't, I can't remember who sent it because I've just remembered because you've said it now. But yeah, that sort of thing. i tell you a good hole. You know when kids have been digging and they find some old grenades from the second yeah. world war that haven't gone off yeah and then they take a bit and then the pictures in the paper and one and they're holding the grenade and pointing at it <laughs> with a really serious look on their yeah. face i love that that sort of thing anything like that holes grenades roofs yeah all that um that's it for this episode i reckon yeah fuck I've had enough. see ya Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.